Hello, family and friends. I'm excited today to have with me Deanne and Scott Jones. Deanne and Scott have two young children, Rose and Cooper, and they're a great blessing to our church, serving in many areas, including the music ministry, which we're going to talk about here after a bit. Dee, I thought maybe today we could start out after we pray and just talk a little bit about kind of how you came to, to know the Lord, and I know you have a wonderful Christian family, but uh, let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we just thank you for this time today. Thank you for Dee's heart and how, what an example she is to so many in our church and her love for you, Father, and especially in the area of praise and worship. And so we just thank you for this time today and thank you for speaking through Dee and, and sharing her heart. And thank you that people have ears, open ears to hear and that will be a blessing to someone out there. Many people that will make another step change getting closer to you, God, or maybe even just coming to you. So we thank you for it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, Dee. Well, we thought we'd just start out maybe sharing a little bit about your testimony. I know you have loved the Lord since you've been little, and so I thought maybe it'd be good for our listeners just to hear kind of your walk and how you came to know the Lord. Sure. So I grew up in church. I have three sisters, and we all were, I mean, from little on, we attended church on a, you know, a weekly and, you know, any, any, basically anytime the church doors were open, we were there. And so that was, that was life. That was, that was our extracurricular activity (laughs) was church basically. And, and we enjoyed it. We enjoyed growing up in church and then through, through high school, it was still a very big part of my life. And that actually helped keep me grounded in not going any direction and you know straying off into you know drugs alcohol or anything like that in high school and then even through college I you know stuck with church and faith in God and and I was able to you know get through college and not attend a single party with you know with alcohol or anything and you know I probably could have been classified as antisocial, but I had my church people and that was who That's I, good, you know, man. hung out with. So, you know, it's a good point maybe to stop just for a minute, D, because I think some kids, they go to college Christians, but then they come out maybe, maybe they're not anymore or they really have weakened their faith and uh, maybe talk a little bit about how did you, how did you stay strong? You just made a decision you weren't going to get involved in that or how did you do it? Right. Yeah. Well, living at home helped a lot where mm-hmm. I wasn't in and not that there's anything against living on campus, but it just made it easier for me to say, no, I'm, you know, I'm already, I'm going home at the end of the day after classes, I'm not going to come all the way back into campus. And that was an acceptable excuse for, to the people who wanted me to come to the parties and such. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard for today's college students because of the way the professors teach nowadays Mm -hmm. it's very much you have to believe their way or you're wrong Mm -hmm. and so and I think it's gotten worse since I was in college but I do remember I took a philosophy class as a I needed to have some sort of something along that lines to get you know my degree and I remember thinking you know like as you see here all the philosophers you know, versions of spirituality and everything like that. And I just remember thinking like a person not, not to toot my own horn, but a person not as strong and grounded in their faith might get strayed Mm -hmm. 
to believing like, well, what is the point in this life? You know, is there a God? And that could, you know, and that was the whole purpose of the class was to get you to question your, you know, your beliefs and stuff. And, and I truly believe that if I hadn't have been grounded in my faith and had that background of faith, that it could have made me wander, you know, off to the side and get off of my walk with God. But I was, I had grown up in it and I had grown up in faith in a faith-based church where I just wasn't easily swayed into it. And I was, I was able to say, nope, that's not, that's not right. That doesn't line up with the Bible. I'm tossing that to the side and I'll take the test. I'll answer the questions, but that's not going to sway anything about what I believe, how the world is. The one of the things I was thinking that maybe it might help people also is sometimes kids grow up thinking that they have to have 50 or 100 friends and they really get into that popularity thing where, you know, when you when you love the Lord, you realize you don't have to have that many great friends or just a few good friends is what can help you. So maybe talk a little about that because I think some people are really influenced by the numbers game and wanting everybody to like them. Right. And I think Facebook doesn't help with that. Facebook and Instagram, it's all about how many people you have. But if you actually think about it and scroll through your friends list or look at how many people that you know of, like maybe you knew them at one time and they're just still your friend on Facebook. Like if you go and look and count how many people that you know you're still in contact with after college, after school, it's really in the people that you actually have contact with on a regular basis. It's not that many. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have those couple of good friends, that's, I mean, that's really all that you need because I mean, all those other, all those other friendships that I had in high school and college, they, they drifted away, yeah. you know, and I can't, I mean, I'm still somewhat in contact with some people from high school, but it's only occasionally, and I can't tell you the last time I actually spoke to them face-to-face. Yeah. And so just for these students, knowing that, like, yes, it seems like you have to have all of these friends right now, just know that you you can pick and choose who you want to hang out with and who you want to be like because mm-hmm. you're going to end up acting like the people you hang mm-hmm. out with. You pick up their mannerisms. You pick up their vocabulary, their language, the way they talk. And so if you can be selective on the friends, like, okay, this person is going to challenge me to be a better person versus just having someone there to just have there, those are the friendships that are going to last. Amen. And then, of course, when you get married, as you are now and have two kids, then you realize how much less time you even have yes. <laughs> to hang out with friends, right? And so I think that's good to share. And, you know, there's a lot in uh, Dee's childhood I'd like to talk about. We should mention, though, that, you know, being Christian, growing up in a Christian family does not make your family perfect. Correct. Right? And I always think about the favorite story I have, the Caldermeyer story is when your sister got her bedroom door taken off. Yes. The hinges for slamming it, I believe. Yes. And yes. so I think that's a, we won't mention her name is Dana, but um, that's a, that's a yes. good story. But overall, I guess she had a pretty good life growing up in a Christian household though. Yes. Yeah. We, um, I mean, we, of course we fought, we had, you know, three sisters. So, and we were all about two years apart. And so we were 
very close some days and then other days my mom made us all go in separate rooms and (laughs) spend the day by ourselves so i mean yeah there's ups and downs but you know it was we're all really close to this day so amen and just one of them living in rebellion out of town so we're (laughs) wanting to get her back by the way that was the same one that slammed the door the yes we're hoping she comes back well, you know, tomorrow we're going to get more into the praise and worship. One of the things I did mention, too, and thinking about you talking about the youth, D, is you and Scott obviously uh, have leadership in the teen ministry also, so you get a chance yes. to share with our teenagers, and that's a blessing because, you know, teens can be easily influenced, right? Yes. In the wrong direction. Well, we're going to go, uh, finish up today. I'm going to have ask D if she'd say a prayer, and then we're going to get on to the next day here soon. All right, Lord, we just thank you for this time that we've had to just to just honor you with the with this testimony that I have, Lord. And I hope that it, I pray that it speaks to someone out there, Father, just to help them continue on. If they grew up in church, help them to stay in church, Lord. Yes, Lord. And Lord, just let them know that it's, that it is a good life, Lord, that it, that it is a fruitful life and just give them the strength to just keep going. I give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Dee. Look forward to it tomorrow. And it's always such a blessing to hear a testimony of someone like you that just has lived her life for the Lord, you know. And one of the things that Pastor mentioned today was about alcohol, you know, and anything we dabble in that's not of God, it never produces anything good. So those of us that have that in our background can vouch there's nothing good about that that you missed out on, Um, you know. And so it's it's an honor to have you here and look forward to tomorrow. And folks, you can contact Deanne through our church website at myoasischurch.com if you have any questions or anything. I'm sure they'd be glad to talk to you. You can reach our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.